0: My name is Charlie Engel, and I am an ultra runner and adventure athlete. I live in Durham, North Carolina, and I'm actually out for a run right now because it's the only way that my brain operates at a reasonably high level. (laughs) Maybe some of you can relate. So maybe running will help. I love that. It's fantastic because nearly 30 years ago, that's the exact thought that crossed my mind when I decided that there wasn't a future in drug addiction and alcoholism because that's what I'd been for about 10 years at that point. I was 29 years old. I would made a mess of things and I finally made a decision that nobody was coming to save me. There, There wasn't any outside force. It was magically gonna transform me into a sober functioning person and I need to figure out how to do it myself. So I got serious about addiction recovery and I got really serious about running.
1: Welcome to Maybe Running Will Help, the podcast that reminds us that running is about more than just performance and PRs. I'm Nikki Tamburino, also known on Instagram as One Classy Mother Runner. I'm an RRCA certified running coach and personal development enthusiast who knows firsthand that running has the power to transform our minds and our lives one step at a time. I'm excited to bring you stories from the community as well as research so we can explore the expected and not so expected ways running can and has helped make life better, regardless of your pace, place, or experience. Let's get started. On today's episode, we will be exploring running from the perspective of a recovering addict. We will be hearing from our friends in the community and uncovering how and why running helps. Before we begin today's episode, please know that I am not a licensed therapist or recovery expert. If you or someone you know is struggling with mental and or substance abuse disorders, please contact the Substance Abuse and Mental Health Services Administration at 1-800-662-HELP or your local treatment facility. Good morning. And welcome to the very first episode of Maybe Running Will Help. Today is Friday, December 17th, and I am wondering who starts a podcast the week before Christmas? And then I am not surprised at all that I do because I'm constantly keeping myself busy, which I understand is a trauma response. And is a topic for another day. Um, But uh, today we are talking about addiction recovery and running, and I have to say that I was extremely touched during my research to find so many heroic stories and confessions from recovering addicts about their journey to stay sober. Um, There was a particular piece in Runner's World written by Caleb Daniloff. I just, I felt really connected Like, not just as a runner, but as a human to the things that he was saying. And in the article, he just describes how running began to steer him through sobriety's rough patches. It blunted his depression and panic. And he started being able to unpack his shame and guilt. The quote that I wrote down from him says, All of my apologies would be drafted at six miles an hour. The shin splints, sore muscles, and seared lungs put me in a state of penance. The rare moments that I did come upon another runner, even getting that simple wave with its silent understanding of work and reward was enough to keep me going. After years of drawing the curtains, I gradually began to rejoin the human race. I mean, running certainly has a way of drawing up the thoughts that get buried during the normal hustle of everyday life, and I know personally it forces me to confront feelings and emotions that I try hard to avoid with distractions, hello, talking about keeping myself busy, and that silent understanding between runners, I think we all get that. So I want to say about my personal experience related to this episode, I would not necessarily call myself an addict, but I also wouldn't say that I have never used alcohol to numb my feelings or deal with hard situations in an excessive way. So however you relate to these stories and however you you know interact mentally with this episode, I just wanna encourage you to take it from the perspective of being a human. And I think that you're gonna find so many similarities between how addicts use running to cope and how we all use running to cope. And I also wanna say that all these people who have been so brave to share their stories with us today, you are amazing. And I am so honored to be a part of the running community with you.
0: I would actually say that running saved my life, but then running actually gave me a life.
1: That was Charlie Engel. He's a writer, runner, public speaker, and recovering addict, but that's putting it simply. His incredibly inspiring memoir, Running Man, tells the story of his life from coping with addiction to serving time in prison and how he found freedom in running. After a decade long addiction to crack cocaine and alcohol, he hit bottom with a near fatal six day binge that ended in a hail of bullets. As Engel got sober, he turned to running, which became his lifeline, his pastime, and his salvation.
0: And I I think that it's an interesting journey that I was on because. Uh, As an addict, I really just thought I was broken and that I was undeserving of giving or receiving love. And if I could just get rid of the addict, then everything would be okay.
1: Anyone who has first-hand experience with substance abuse knows the toll it can take on emotional, spiritual, and physical well-being. The choice to recover is a monumental step for someone with a history of addiction, but there is still a culture of silence around addiction and a stigma surrounding drug and alcohol abuse. Those in recovery have a story to tell, and the courage they emit when sharing it is the light some people need to see their own way out of an otherwise hopeless situation.
2: My name is Nora Rhodes. I am 36 years old, uh, born and raised in Baltimore, Maryland, currently living in Sparks with my husband, Ryan, and our two daughters, Kobe and London. Uh, I work full time uh, with Comcast Business as a enterprise account executive, and I love running. I am also currently in recovery for alcohol. Um, I started my recovery in April of this year, which is around the same time that I also started running and running has definitely been a cornerstone in my recovery process, not just from alcohol, but uh, trauma that I have dealt with throughout my entire life. Running has been shown to help people suffering with
1: post-traumatic stress disorder. It may work on the exact system that is hijacked by the trauma response. While running, an individual can experience an increased heart rate, difficulty breathing, discomfort in the stomach, and overall muscle tension. These feelings are also common experiences of the trauma survivor. In teaching the body that it can experience these sensations while staying safe and in control, the individual can help work through these previously stuck sensations and help the body restore to a balanced state.
2: If it weren't for running, I don't know if I would be able to maintain my sobriety and continue with my recovery the way that I've been able to.
3: My name is Mokan, and I started running around the fifth or sixth grade when my father would take me to races with him. He would run the longer races, and I would run the one or two-mile fun run. Around the fourth grade, I kicked off my addiction. I started smoking cigarettes. By the time I was in the seventh grade, I was smoking pot. By the time I was a sophomore in high school, I was snorting cocaine and doing LSD. By the time I was a senior in high school, my parents asked me in no uncertain terms to leave the house and not come back. I managed to graduate from high school. I went on to college, I flunked out of college, I moved into my car. And continued to use drugs, to the point that I would choose drugs over eating. On March tenth, nineteen 1987, I would make my last attempt at getting high. The drugs had quit working, which left me with only two alternatives. Take myself out, or find a new way to live. Through 12-step recovery, I managed to find that new way to live. I did manage to continue to smoke cigarettes until 1998 where I was a -a four-pack-a-day smoker. I quit smoking cigarettes and sometime after that I found running again.
1: Swapping substances for running is actually really common. In fact, there are many substance abuse treatment centers that encourage or even mandate running as part of their program. Programs like Run For Your Life at the Odyssey House Treatment Centers in New York encourage those in residential treatment facilities to lace up running shoes and pin on race bibs. The Chief Operating Officer at Odyssey House Treatment Centers, John Tavolacci, is a long-term recovering addict and 22-time marathoner who founded the program Run For Your Life and it's offered people running and marathon training since 2000. Tavolacci says he's witnessed not only the critical return of self-esteem, but outright redemption. He goes on to say that the program is really about showing the world you're not useless, not part of a society that everyone gave up on. It's an opportunity to prove everyone wrong, and redemption can lead to belonging, and that can translate to success and sobriety.
2: My journey with running actually started accidentally. Um, I started really paying attention to my health in January of 2021. I've always been a relatively healthy person. I never had any underlying health issues. Um, I've always been in decent shape, but uh, growing up, you know, dealing with some of the traumas that I've dealt with, I... Resorted to substance, and that started at a young age, probably around fourteen or fifteen. Uh, recreational drug use, drinking, and not really feeling like I was good at anything. Uh, I was a good student. Um, I was a decent athlete. I played softball and basketball, but I wasn't. I didn't really excel at anything. And I think throughout my teenage years and then my 20s, I got pregnant with my first daughter when I was young. I was 20. uh, And then my second daughter I got pregnant with when I was 23. You know, being thrusted into adulthood at such a young age just kind of added on to the fact that I didn't really live up, or at least I didn't think I lived up to the standards uh, that my other friends were living up to graduating from college and starting their careers. And, um, you know, with all of the, the, the discrepancies in my life, uh, just kind of perpetuated the feelings that I had that I just wasn't that great.
1: Tavolacci says that in his experience, people who have addictions just want to fit in. People relapse because they don't add anything to their life to make them feel like they belong. And Charlie Engel, who you heard at the beginning of this episode, talks about addiction in the running community and a feeling of not being fulfilled, a space that needs to be filled with something other than normal living.
2: So my drinking got really bad uh, probably in my early 30s um, and then, you know, kind of all came to a head during COVID, uh, I think for a lot of people, but especially for me, I really leaned heavily into alcohol, um, to kind of cope with what we were all going through. And, uh, like I said, I've always been healthy, never really had any issues. And I was in and out of the hospital during, um, 2020 with what I thought was COVID, but it turned out to just be, excuse me, severe dehydration and really high blood pressure. So in January of this year, I took a long, hard look in the mirror and decided, you know, I need to make a change because I'm going to be 36 years old and I have two young children and I have a lot of life ahead of me and I really need to get my life together. So I started uh, slowly easing into this fitness journey that started out with um, eating healthier foods, uh, tracking macros, and working out at a gym, Um, but I was still drinking and I wasn't really getting the results that I wanted uh, or that I thought I should be getting. And I think that all kind of tied back to the alcohol. Um, So in April of this year, when I made the decision that it was time for me to get sober, I needed to fill my void that alcohol was replacing with something else. And I was out for a walk in my neighborhood and it started to rain. thunderstorm actually and I was about 15 minutes away from my house if I were to walk home but I knew I had to get home quickly because I didn't want to get struck by lightning so I ran and for the first time in my life and it was it was probably a half a mile but for the first time in my life I thought wow I just did something that I never thought I would be able to do you know aside from giving birth and having children but something that was solely for me And I'd never been able to run a half a mile. I don't really ever think I tried, but I just figured, you know, I I can't do this. Um, So, and I do believe that my ability to be able to run that half a mile probably came from the previous four months uh, working at my cardio endurance and fitness at the gym doing HIIT workouts, but it kind of, it hit me. I felt this overwhelming sense of calmness uh, when I got home and just, um, I was really proud of myself, you know, for being able to run half a mile. So that, uh, so by mistake, um, I found and fell in love with running um, right around, I guess, beginning, middle of May of 2021.
1: Don't think of it as running away from addiction, but as running toward that brighter future. Let's meet back up with Mo. He just stopped smoking and found running again.
3: I would run in fits and spurts. I was not consistent. I didn't really remember how to run, so oftentimes I would become frustrated and didn't really like it. So start, stop, start, stop, start, stop. It wasn't until 2010 that I really found my feet. I would start running consistently two or three times a week. I would start adding distance. Two miles, three miles, four miles. And then I'd get lazy. I went through this cycle for a couple of years until 2016 when I really got consistent in my running. What I discovered, much like my early recovery, was having a program and a plan helped immensely
1: Rehab Recovery is a treatment center in London, and on their site, they describe the connection Mo talks about here between the recovery programs and running. They say one of the same reasons that make Alcohol and Narcotics Anonymous such a popular and renowned program for aiding recovering addicts also can be obtained through a recurring running habit. It's the fact that that it provides structure, fills up empty time, and helps keep the victim focused on the main objective and end goal, sobriety. Running can help the recovering addict find new friends, enjoy a new hobby, and speed up the healing process by restoring the health of the body and brain.
3: My wife and I started Couch to 5K, which resulted in our first half marathon, followed by our second and third half marathons, Being Baltimore-based, we ran the B3 series three years in a row. As of this recording, we are on day 774 of a run streak of a mile or more every day, and training for our first marathon to be run sometime in 2022.
1: People recovering from addiction may have an advantage when it comes to endurance sports. Certain survival skills developed in addiction, like a tolerance for pain and a single-minded focus, can be harnessed on that marathon or ultra-marathon run. Charlie Engel talks about that a little in the clip he shared with us. Check it out.
0: I ran every single day for three straight years once I got sober without taking a day off, and I ran hard every day because I, I felt like I needed to... Run the addict out of me, almost I needed to beat the addict out of me because that guy was trying to kill me, and as it turns out, he wasn't trying to kill me at all <laughs> it was it was me that was trying to kill me, and if I could just take that power of addiction and point it towards positive, useful things in my life, I could actually do something pretty pretty great and Uh, It turns out that my addictive qualities, my obsessive nature is actually all the best parts of me. And once I took that and dedicated it entirely towards things that at least I considered to be positive, that motivated me, excited me, made me feel like I was actually making progress in life, everything changed for me. And it changed very quickly, in fact.
3: Thirty-four years ago, if you would have told me I would be training for a marathon, I would have laughed out loud. You see, I wasn't supposed to live past 20. I'm 53 today. Thirty-four years ago, to quote a friend, I was broken down trash that had been in an accident. No one wanted to be around me. I didn't want to be around me that is not the case today. I am loved and I love myself. When I was using drugs, it was about trying to make myself okay. It wasn't until I really got into running that I discovered it was the thing that made me okay. I am grounded and I am free. Do I still have moments where I wonder or think about that past lifestyle I do bear with me here of all the drugs I've done I never did heroin or used a needle so my thought process is if I'm gonna relapse I'm gonna do heroin because nothing else fixed me and just maybe heroin will and I am immediately snapped back to reality I am Mo, and I am an addict. If I don't pick up, I don't get loaded. And what I have found in running has grounded me, given me peace of mind, and a direction to go.
1: Running gives people higher self-esteem, confidence, and a sense of achievement. It also gives us greater hope for the future. I think we can give people hope if they know what is possible, and Mo is an incredible example of what is possible. Thank you so much for sharing your story with us. Know that we are cheering for you and wish you all the best in your marathon training. Many people have reported that running on a consistent basis brings about clear headed thinking that can help in numerous areas of life. Feeling in control and having improved self esteem also contributes to the overall effectiveness of running as a way to rebound from an addiction. Let's check back in with Nora and see how this manifests in her story.
2: So, when I realized that, hey, I can I can do something difficult, uh, which was at the time run a half a mile. I instantly felt a boost in my confidence, and like I said, I had been working out. I had you know started seeing small results, um, but when I when I stopped drinking on April twenty first of this year, uh, there was about a two to three week time frame between the time I quit drinking and found running uh, that I really started to feel much more energy, more awake. I was sleeping better. Um, physically, I looked better. My skin started to clear up. The redness started to go away. My confidence started to soar. And, you know, that's when I, you know, when I found the running, I said, okay, this is, this is for me. You know, I can do this. And I'm an all or nothing kind of girl. Um, with my alcohol, I was that way. With my work, with anything I do, I'm going to do it 100% or I'm not going to do it at all. So, um, my, fr- you know, Nikki, who's a friend of mine, I've always admired from afar. And I just started reaching out to her and asking questions and, you know, trial and error. Um, I was running every day of the week, uh, you know, for about a month with no real training or real uh, purpose other than it just made me feel good. And day by day, I would get a little bit better. I would be able to go a little bit further, I would get a little bit faster, and this just it pu- pushed my level of confidence to a height that it had never been before. Uh, and interestingly enough, in addition to being becoming a better athlete, um, you know, being able to run, uh, it also transcended over into my career. Um, so as I was progressing with my running, my career was also progressing. So it was a very synchronous, um, experience for me to, to wake up every morning, go for these runs, and then, you know, have that mental strength to be able to push through certain things, um, that I was dealing with in my job because I'm in sales, it's hard, it's not easy. And, you know, you have to be very mentally tough to be able to do what I do for a living.
1: On a basic level, a physical activity like running that forces structure into your day to day schedule provides much needed perimeters to start building a new life. Short term goals like races also boost self efficacy, giving people in recovery more confidence to persevere on days when they feel
2: shaky. There are days where I don't want to run, I do not feel like doing it, but I know I have to, not because but physically I need to, you know, but because mentally I know that if I get a good run in, um, that that day, the tone for that day has been set because I've already done something that day that a lot of other people haven't done, you know? So it just kind of gives me that extra boost um, and lift that I need to get through a tough day and just remind myself that, hey, Nora, you're tough. You've gone through so many things in your life. You've overcome so many things and here you are, At 36 years old, it's never too late to start. Um, I am so much healthier now than I was before. My blood pressure is back, you know, 120 over 80. I'm not dehydrated anymore. I eat much healthier. I take much better care of my body. And running has become, you know, a very healthy obsession for me. And it's also kind of transcended down into my children, you know, having them see their mom overcome obstacles and struggles uh, and replace unhealthy habits with healthy habits, you know, has has made them push themselves harder, um, you know, in areas of their lives that they normally wouldn't. Uh, Trying out for a basketball team that they thought they couldn't make and making it or a volleyball team, you know, running with me because they think, you know, if mom's doing it, it must be kind of fun. So, you know, building deeper relationships with my kids through running with my husband and just overall feeling like a a person of purpose, Uh, like I'm doing something that is having a positive impact, not just on myself, but on my family and other people in my life um, that I share my story with. So, you know, my my life, if it weren't for running, I don't I can't say that I wouldn't still be sober because, you know, I'm not just running to stay sober. I'm also in active recovery. I'm working a 12-step program. I'm very immersed in that program, but running uh, has absolutely helped me get through some of these steps in my life in the program. I think it's important to note that running
1: is not a substitute for proper treatment or therapy. It's simply a way to cope with life other than using substances
2: and a lot of recovering addicts find that it's key to their sobriety. You know, again, all or nothing. So I hurt myself, uh, got a hip injury, and um, you know, some shin splints. So I took it to the next level, and I went and got a running coach, started training properly, uh, got a physical therapist, started working on you know, strengthen strengthening certain areas and mobility and things like that, and you know, just really gave. It my all, and I went from running that you know that half mile uh, during that thunderstorm to signing up for my first 5K, and I ran a 5K, uh, which was amazing. And I ran um, ran it in I think 30 minutes, which for me was just incredible. And then I said, you know what? Let's do a 10K. So then I signed up for my first 10K, and 6.1 miles is a lot of miles <laughs> to run. Um, I hate when people say, oh, I only ran a 10K or I only ran a 5K. I mean, a mile is a lot. So, you know, especially for somebody, not just myself, but for anyone who is starting out and running, to be able to accomplish that is <clears throat> just an incredible feeling. And it just pushes you and it keeps you focused and it keeps you um, motivated. And when you're not motivated, you're disciplined because you've put in so much work and, and so much time um to be able to get to that point to be able to run that mile or that 3 miles or that 6 or whatever your you know your goal is um and then it just allows you to continue to set goals for yourself. So running is so much more to me than just going out and you know trying to hit a certain pace or you know a certain mileage. It's it's about setting goals, um achieving them and making them attainable um because when you you know, back to work, uh, when when you set those goals and you achieve them and, and back to the confidence, it really opens up your eyes and it helps you build that mental strength to be able to get through other things in your life that are difficult or that you think you can't do, you can do it. There's really nothing that you can't do. Um, if you put your mind to it and you're disciplined, um, motivation is garbage. So throw that out the window because we're never motivated, but being disciplined Uh, is so important. And I just, I feel so grateful and so blessed that something woke me up this year, you know, and and gave me this spark to go out and try something new and to actually be kind of good at it.
1: Running can promote a sense of self-worth. It can make you feel that you are finally deserving of happiness, health, and positive relationships.
2: And I've kind of touched on this throughout some of my story that I've shared, you know, particular events in my life that I don't think I would have, you know, been able to get through without running. I didn't specifically say that, but uh, I will say that 2021 has been a year of awakening for me on so many different levels uh, between my sobriety getting you know physically fit, taking care of myself mentally and physically. Uh, I can't say that there haven't been struggles this year uh, because there have, there's always struggles, but I can say that my relationship with running and that physical, mental toughness and strength that you need to be able to get through a run or a training cycle uh, has made it Made it easier for me to get through hard situations, uh, whether that's with my family or you know with my children. My mom and I are somewhat estranged, so you know prior to having a deeper connection with myself through running, uh, and again that mental fortitude, I would have handled situations uh, with my mom or with my work uh, with coworkers much differently than I do now. So. The, the hard times haven't gone away, uh, but my ability to cope with them um, and to come out of a tough situation with, you know, some sort of lesson learned or feeling, you know, not as angry as I normally would, I, I definitely attribute that to running. Uh, it is so much of a mental sport and, you know, just knowing in this Short amount of time that I have been running. You know, it's only been eight months, but, and that's a blip in the running world. Uh, but for me, it has just given me this sense of just, I'm just proud, just proudness, if that's even a word, but um, fulfillment, purpose, proud. Uh, I'm signed up for my first half marathon, which is in May, and my one year sober anniversary is at the end of April. So, what a better gift to give myself, uh, to celebrate a year of sobriety than to do another thing I never thought I would be able to do, which is run, you know, a half marathon. So, you know, this journey is just getting started for me. And every day I feel a little stronger, a little tougher, uh, proud, confident, and I can't imagine um, what my life would be like had I not found running. Um, I can't imagine my life not running. You know, this is definitely something that I will continue to do as long as my body allows. And uh, for the people that, you know, feel like it's hard, you know, I can't do it. It is hard. It's not easy. But when you accomplish things that are hard, uh, it really sets the tone for the way that you, you know, handle your life in general. So just so grateful to be a part of the running community uh, to have this you know this talent this this you know purpose you know feeling like for once in my life I'm good at something I can do this anybody can do this you just need a lot of patience a uh, good pair of running shoes some good support good friends good support system um and you just got to be disciplined and get out there and do it and you know when there's days that I just feel like garbage and I'm not not feeling it or things aren't going my way uh I've you know a run always helps I've never felt after a run like I wish I never did that you know I always feel like I'm so glad that I just spent that 20 30 40 whatever minutes with myself and my thoughts and my feet and my legs and my lungs in the road um it's just a great way to you know reward yourself or you know just get in or get out of your head however you want to use it it's it's kind of like therapy. so that is my my running story for now um, again, this journey is something I've just started but I feel like I've been destined this is this is something I've always been meant to do and I love it and um, yeah that's it. that's my story.
1: Nora is a personal friend of mine and she's a beautiful person inside and out. I have had the privilege of watching her transformation over the past year, and I'm incredibly proud of her, as I know her daughters and husband and basically all of our local community who know her is. So thank you, Nora, for sharing your story. We are cheering for you, and we cannot wait to see what's next.
0: You know, today, <laughs> some of you may be surprised to hear. Uh, you know, I've run all over the world, over 40 countries, and became the first person with a couple teammates to run about 5,000 miles across the Sahara Desert years back. And you know, I've done some kind of crazy, stupid, questionable, you know, things in recovery. And people ask all the time, like, why do you, why do you continue to do this? Like, what? What are you trying to learn? What piece of knowledge don't you have? And I tell them, first of all, you might be surprised, but I don't actually like running that much. I I love what running does for me though. I love how running makes me feel. I love the fact that I get to be a cultural explorer as a runner and I've seen, you know, practically the the whole world it feels like from the soles of my feet. But the other piece of it is I run hundreds and I, and I run hard, not because I ever expect to have an easy experience. I do it because very specifically, I want to reach that place in a race where I cannot possibly go any farther. Like I'm done, I'm just. it's just over. Why did I think this is a good idea? What the hell's wrong with me? Am I just an idiot? And I wanna to get to that place And then I want to find a way to get past it. Because that's the only part of the event that I'm actually going to remember. And it's the part that becomes useful in other parts of my life. In my business life, in my personal life, and obviously in running. Because the more often we put ourselves in a position to be completely empty. And to be certain we can't continue. And then we do find a way to continue. The more we can use that tool in other parts of our lives in our marriages, our businesses with our kids. It just is so important to get to that place and, and think that you can't do it anymore. And then realize that you do actually have the tools. And for me, running is the thing that's given me those tools. It's given me everything that I need. And. You know, I love to run, but I also love to stop. (laughs) I love to have run, if you know what I mean. I, I want to be done with it, and I'm excited about the next time that I get to lace them up and go out. And so I'll leave it by saying, you know, my mantra, which is what happens to us, isn't nearly as important as what we do about it. And running may not solve my problems, but running lays the groundwork for me to find some other avenue uh, of knowledge in order to solve those problems and to make good business decisions and to be grateful for what I have uh, rather than disappointed somehow in what I don't have. I think that's a gift. It's a gift of running and Uh, it's not actually, maybe, maybe running will help. It's absolutely running will help. All right. See you guys down the trail.
1: Special thanks to Charlie Engel for contributing to this very first episode of maybe running will help. I know he is incredibly busy and probably training for some insane endurance adventure. So I'm truly honored. He took the time to record this thoughtful message for us. Thank you. Running is an amazing sport, capable of generating a support group of its own. Mo, Nora, and I are on race teams with Charm City Run in Baltimore, our local support group, so to speak, and we can attest to the opportunity it provides us to meet others with similar interests and encourage each other towards success. My thoughts go out to anyone struggling with addiction, and I hope you are inspired by the people in our community who have found recovery through running. <laughs> Thanks for listening to Maybe Running Will Help. This podcast is a production of Anchor. If you like this show, remember you can hear it here on Anchor, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Pocket Casts, or any app you use to listen to podcasts. If you want to get in touch, you can leave me a voice message or direct message me on Instagram or Facebook at Maybe Running Will Help. If you have a story you are willing to share with the community, please reach out. Keep running, keep inspiring, and keep sharing how Maybe Running Will Help. Have a great run, everybody.